0: Your host for Lacrosse Talk PM, Rick Sola. All right, welcome to Thursday. We're almost there, almost to the weekend. Lacrosse Talk PM probably gonna be pretty distracted for the uh, their abbreviated show today. The Milwaukee Bucks are playing right now, so I'm just gonna be probably just doing play by play from the box score that i'm going to watch actually they probably don't start i'm looking at it right now they probably won't start until until brad starts doing the news then i can you know i can watch for a little bit while brad's doing the news 608 7914 is the talk at text line roberto partaroo the executive director of catholic, at catholic charities is going to come on in eight minutes or seven minutes depending on how much i blab here but uh He's going to talk about a new community resource center that they're putting up there. Well, I, I guess it's already up, but they're purchasing and, and, uh, want to get, want to get that going. But of course they have to go through, uh, 37 different city entities to, to get everything started there. And, um, so we'll talk to him in a little bit, 21 cases of the virus today. Haven't been able to put that online yet, but yeah, Lacrosse County, 21 cases. That's the second time this month we've had 21 cases. I did see uh, in, in the in the comments on Facebook at one point under one of the Lacrosse Health Department posts, and just talking about the the virus. I thought was kind of interesting. They they posted, uh, "What about businesses that are making people work after being confirmed as a close contact? Can employees refuse to work if they were close contact? Can an employee get fired, reprimanded for refusing to work?" It's kind of a, a little bit of an issue. It would be kind of weird if your if your work made you come to work after you knew you were a close contact. Like, we don't care. Come to work. We need workers. Okay, but you understand that I might have the virus and I might be asymptomatic. And therefore, if I come in there, everyone's going to probably contract this virus and then you won't have any workers. So it's kind of an interesting question they posed. Uh, to the on one of the La Crosse County Health Department posts. Good luck finding it, because I just screenshot it and I don't even remember it was it was some days ago. So we're gonna call here. Uh, I am going to take this call. Caller, who's this? Yeah, Hey, Eric. Hey, I had a
1: question for you. Uh, the the basketball game on WKTY. Why, why do you have to cut off for that? And another thing, why don't you ask some call some people ask if they uh, if they had the virus and call them so they can ask experience what their symptoms were and stuff like that. What happened to them?
0: I, Thanks. I mean if you wanna call and tell me if you had the virus and what it was like, feel free. I I would I'm not going to uh make I'm not gonna reach out and and uh I don't, I honestly don't have anyone that I don't I don't know. Do I know anyone that's had that I guess I do know a couple of people, but I've already talked to them. Didn't sound all that interesting. Joe is calling in. Joe, go ahead.
1: Joe Okay. Um how come before when you said uh, you are worried that they're letting people that are asymptomatic work and then everybody's going to get it? So if everybody's asymptomatic, why can't we just go on working? What's wrong with us now that we forgot how to work if we get a cold? And especially if we don't have any symptoms.
0: Well, I mean, what are we even talking about here? Isn't sound a-
1: ridiculous?
0: Well, the first couple of days you could be asymptomatic and other people well. would be more affected by it. The, the idea that your immune system and my immune system are the same is ridiculous. So if I'm... I don't think my that immune is. system. Well, then my,
1: stay home whenever anybody I has mean, a cold. Joe, I do mean, Joe,
0: do you read about any of the stuff that's going on with the virus? Do you read about, like, the long-lasting heart conditions that people are having or the long-lasting lung conditions or some people just uh, for, forever, they're just going to have asthma? Do you read about any of this stuff? Like, I don't want this thing. Like, and if somebody... If my work, and we're not doing this here, we're we're... Do the opposite of this. If, if I told somebody, you know, the boss here at work, Hey, I've got, I I was next to, I was close to somebody that had the virus and, uh, I probably shouldn't come in and they went, no, you're doing a show. You get your butt in here. We, you know, like you got to work. Well then I'm sure all my coworkers would be like, um, no, that's not cool. And you know, different people handle the virus differently. I don't know how I'd handle the virus. I don't really want to know. I think I'll hold out until uh, we don't have 65,000 cases a day in our country. If we didn't have 65,000 cases a day in our country, this would be a lot easier to do. All right, we're going to take a quick break and we're going to bring back Roberto from Catholic Charities. Roberto Pardibu, he's the executive director of Catholic Charities. We're going to talk about what they're doing. Uh, we did talk to Salvation Army yesterday, so Catholic Charities today. Uh, who, who, who tomorrow? All right, we'll be back. All right, welcome back to the Crosse Talk PM. On the phone with me now is Roberto, Roberto Perderu. He's the executive director at Catholic Charities. And uh, you guys are having a, you, you're kind of not fighting with the city, but you're going to start have having communications with the city for a new community resource center, huh, Roberto?
1: Correct. I mean, we're kind of joining with the city. We are working together to to try to help individuals and and families uh, in, in in the new facility that we are we recently purchased from uh, from Mayo Clinic.
0: Yeah, and it's going to be on Fifth Avenue South. Uh, what kind of what kind of things will will be going on there?
1: Basically, we will be providing uh, services uh, for the community. We will have financial assistance uh, for families and individuals where we help them to evaluate their income and expenses and help them to work with their, their budget. So um, we also provide a free, um, we provide financial assistance to pay the rent, to pay for, to pay for utilities. We will have a, a day service where individuals and, and families that in need can come and, and take a shower. They can... Uh, we have a, a food pantry. Uh, they can. Uh, for, we will have a men's men's clothes closet, and uh, provide case management uh, for for uh, individuals who are st- struggling with different uh, different problems. Uh, so it's going to be a variety of services offered by the community uh, to the community by different agencies. It's not just going to be Catholic charities. We hope to. Uh, we are in conversation right now with different agencies in, the, in 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 La Crosse to provide different type of services for disabled indiv- individuals yeah. and uh, people people that need
0: it. Now, before that all happens, you have I, and we we talked a little bit before the show, but I believe I, I I kept a tally. I did that where I you know cross it four four checks and then I cross it for the fifth. You have 62. Different things with the city that you got to go through uh, before before we can we can open up right like you you, you got a committee, a city council meeting and a uh, how many how many actually I'm obviously I'm joking but wh- how many things yeah, do you have to right. do we, we
1: we're going to have three meetings I mean we're going to have a meeting with the city planning commission we're going to have a meeting with the judiciary and administrative committee and also with the common the council that we have an open hearing so we have to have we we're, we're going to go through three different uh hearings so that we can the city can approve our, our our program
0: because they they want to make sure that you don't have a sinister plan involved uh some kind of a <laughs> evil thing go no i'm just kidding. um all right. right so so you have you have at least one this is kind of like a, a a combo area where it's like resident a couple of residents and there's a couple of businesses in that area right Correct.
1: It's an area that there's a lot of commercial uh, entities and uh, residents.
0: And you have well, you have just one resident there, one neighbor who who isn't. He must. It sounds like they're not quite sure what's going on at Catholic Charities or what would happen at the Community Resource Center, and, he, and, he's, and he's making a little bit of a fuss.
1: Yes, I mean he basically some one resident is, is doesn't want us there, and and he's creating a little bit of a disturbance by, by saying that we're only going to be working with the homeless, that uh, there's going to be drugs, and et cetera. And that's not the case. I mean, we are uh, we are working with every individual, uh, and um, we, we will be serving uh, the homeless, but we will be serving everybody in the community. And mean. Uh, so it, it's not just uh, helping the homeless, which we will do. I mean that's that's we serve everybody. we serve the poor and the homeless and the needy.
0: Yeah, and we're speaking with Roberto Parderu. He's the executive director at Catholic Charities. I think the, I think the misconception there is you guys are gonna be a running a shelter where homeless are just going to be sleeping uh, all over the place like out in the yard in front of your community resource center, probably not going to happen.
1: No, but this is going to be a day center. It's not going to be a. Uh, we continue to have our, our our warming center on Third Avenue, so uh, it's, it, that's not going to happen.
0: Okay, so how um, important? I, I know the warming center. So the warming center is downtown, and, and you know, I even see. You know, I guess I haven't I haven't looked lately, or or just it, it's just something you drive by every day. But uh, there's there's people out there, uh, you know, during the day just waiting to get in. I think the numbers have been restricted because of the pandemic to having people uh go into the into that in the so I don't know how it's going to go in the winter but how how important is it for you guys to just get up and running with this community resource center because for game of thrones fans winter is coming and uh you know the the needy get needier come come winter in Wisconsin
1: Correct. I mean it's it, it's really important that we do because there the winter is coming and it, it's going to be here before we know it and we need to have been have all this uh, facilities in place so that we can actually help them. One of the things that we do a lot is we we help um, individuals that are s- struggling with their houses to men- keep them housed, and with those individuals who are homeless, we try to place them into permanent housing. This past year, we have we placed uh, over a hundred uh, individuals into permanent housing. So that's one of the, the kind of work that we do.
0: Yeah, and I talked to the Salvation Army yesterday about this, and not even about this, but this was kind of the funny revelation I had at the end of the conversation. As we talk about, hey, there's a lot of people homeless right now. There's people in the park. They're going through some things. The police are giving them tickets. It's kind of rough right now. There's a pandemic, and I go, you know what? How have you guys been doing with getting people into into permanent housing? And they're like, we did. We, or Salvation Army, said, ah, yeah, we put 14 people into permanent housing this month, and. And you guys have have done a hundred in the past year. So how the the success story there is maybe something that gets ignored. But when when people go into permanent housing. Um, how do you, do you keep track of them? Do you do you check in on them, see how they're doing, or do you just kind of let them be because you know they're their own people and they probably don't want to be bugged either? No,
1: we keep we, we follow up for over a year and even longer with them. We, this is this program in, in helping individuals to get permanent housing. We do it jointly with the uh, Salvation Army. The Salvation Army ourselves is the whole group of uh, nonprofits, the collaborative that we call. Uh, we're all working towards that goal. So the 100 uh, cases that I mentioned is not just Catholic Charities. It's with the Salvation Army and with other uh, uh, other non- nonprofits. So we're all working together, to, and, and we, we join forces for this goal to 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 do
0: this. Uh, we're speaking with Roberto Parderu, Executive Director of Catholic Charities. So um... – when you guys do get how long you know once you pass all these the, the the three meetings you have to have with the city to get all the the what the the T's dotted and the eyes crossed uh how long do you do you do you need before you think you could be up and running
1: We probably it's going to take us about a month or two I mean it it, it all depends on the construction and um, we need to uh do a little bit of fixing uh, on, the, on the building. So it's going to take us about um, one and a half to two months. We hope to be running by November 1st, if not by December. Or the latest we expect to be running is by December
0: 1st. Yeah, there's probably a lot of work. I hear those Mayo people really destroy stuff when they leave buildings. <laughs> <laughs> um, and what's the, if, you, if you had to pick, what would be the most important thing that you would be running out of the Community Resource Center when it's up and running?
1: It's gonna be a case management I mean the fact that we provide financial assistance we do case management with them we 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 have the uh we help people in terms of achieving their goals and also providing employment we will be working with a uh an employment agency to find employment for those individuals who who have lost employment so it it is case management and and
0: that kind of work that will be the most important and you you must do that now from someplace right we do it but we uh, we need more space okay e- easy enough and then um, have you have you noticed this being a, a bigger problem over the past years and then has it been an even bigger problem since obviously March when when the pandemic hit
1: it's been a bigger problem and the homeless population has increased but they, we are we are we are reducing it uh this past year has been reduced a little bit but we have newcomers and and we have had a, a, a bit more problems uh
0: so it is a problem that is reoccurring re- and we need to fix it all right and then you know on top of the most important thing what would be maybe the most unique thing that that you would be doing out of the out of the community center uh, you mentioned like laundry, like people. Can I just bring my laundry over there someday? Or do, uh, is yes, that we can. I mean,
1: <laughs> Yes, yes, you can. I mean, we provide hospitality. That's a very unique thing that we do. We provide hospitality for for the community and for individuals that want to come do their laundry and take a shower, and and uh, and just uh, have a cup of coffee and and talk to somebody. I mean, some people are lonely. Some people are have uh, difficulties in. In, in, in their lives, and they will be able to talk to one of our counselors.
0: Will that stuff be Will that stuff be harder to do just because we're we're in a pandemic and, and bringing people in and out of a building, or or is it going to be? Will that be safe? Can people feel safe going doing that stuff?
1: It will be safe, but it, it will be restricted. So you you need to have an appointment, and you need to uh, uh, have a. We will not be allowing every, just everybody to come in uh you will be checked you will make sure that you don't have any fever I mean we will take your temperature we will we'll will take all the necessary
0: precautions okay well that yeah that makes uh, obviously it makes per- perfect sense I think that's what uh, a lot of other places are doing uh Roberto paru executive director for Catholic charities uh thanks a lot keep us updated on on how it's going with all these uh, city meetings
1: I will and thank you so much for uh, all your help
0: no problem all right bye Day. bye-bye all right roberta parderu executive director of catholic charities that sounds pretty interesting uh, i i don't think i'll i'll need to do my laundry unless my washing machine broke breaks. but it's it's pretty pretty cool how, how many how, how broad of, of of things that they're going to be doing to help out i think that was on top of that the salvation army we talked to yesterday is, is talking about being a shelter helping the homeless bringing homeless in at night uh and Catholic Charities isn't doing that. They do that in the winter with a warming center, but the Catholic Charities are helping homeless during the day and and trying to get them into, you know, job training and financial assistance, getting them into permanent housing and m- mental health counseling, stuff that that goes on during the day and and then, you know, the the Salvation Army kind of takes over at night. All right, the Brewers are coming up. They're going to play the Twins. We got to get out of here.